Hey, what's up guys, Travis here. And if you've been following me or my story for any length of time, you know that I started a company called Guestio about a year and a half ago now. And one of the things that we are doing this year in 2022 is we're building a concierge program called the Fast Pass that allows you to get booked on top quality shows and platforms for the purpose of spreading awareness for your brand, grabbing attention, uh, growing your credibility, your authority, et cetera, et cetera. And so if you are listening to this right now and you are a seven figure plus entrepreneur and you have a budget to bring in traffic, attention, credibility, authority to your brand, then this might be a really great program for you. Just head over to travischapel.com slash 10K. Why 10K? Because we guarantee in this program that you're going to be able to speak in front of 10,000 people within 90 days. Okay, 10,000 people within 90 days. Imagine getting on a stage in front of 10,000 people to share your message, your story. That's exactly what we are doing inside of this program through virtual stages like podcasts or virtual events or YouTube channels or blogs. You name it, we are working with it, and we are trying to get you booked on those platforms. So travischapel.com slash 10x. There's a quick application there, and then right at the end of that application, it'll prompt you to set up a phone call where you'll jump on a call with me, and we'll talk through whether or not you're a great fit for this program. Please act fast on this. Do not wait because we are only taking on one or two clients a week due to uh, constraints with our team and the limited supply of high quality shows and platforms that are out there in the market. So if that's you and you're really wanting to explode your brand in 2022, head over to travischapel.com slash 10K, fill out the application, schedule a quick phone call, and you and I will chat really soon about whether or not this would be a great fit for you. Thanks guys. Talk to you soon. Welcome to the show. I'm Travis Chappell, and I chat with some of the world's top business influencers, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs in order to crack the code of networking. I believe that who you know is more important than what you know, and that your relationships ultimately determine the person that you become. So if you want to learn the new way of connecting, if you want to fill your network with quality people and skyrocket your results, then you're in the right place, because this is the Build Your Network Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Build Your Network. My name is Eric. I'm Travis's producer. And today we're kind of sitting down at the end of this year, reflecting on 2020 and big takeaways that we pulled from this year. I I know for me, like my big takeaway was that there were a lot of people who were unprepared for 2020 and a lot of people who found themselves struggling uh, at the beginning of the year due to some unforeseen circumstances. But what were your big takeaways? What, when you're looking at it as a business owner, podcaster, like when you look back at 2020, what were your big takeaways from the year? Uh, yeah, first off, I agree with you in that sense. Number one takeaway would probably be the dig your well before your whole, before you're thirsty, <laughs> the whole mentality. Right, say that again. Dig. <laughs> uh-huh. The dig before you're thirsty mentality is something that I think benefited those who did do it and did not benefit those who did not do it. And I think it just solidified that as a strategy that should always be at the top of your mind. It's one of those things that's just difficult to do because you're not thirsty yet. (laughs) You know what I mean? So it's difficult to spend time and energy to go dig a well when that's not really something that you're worried about. But you just never know when you're going to be thirsty. And that's exactly what happened this year is that at the beginning of the year, we got this crazy news with COVID and the like it's insane to think about when you think about like this episode will come out January 1st. It is officially 2021 to think about where you were on January 1st, 2020, like what your hopes were, what your dreams were, what your goals were, what your resolutions were, all of those things moving into 
one of the craziest years that any of us have ever experienced, probably the most crazy year that any of us have ever experienced. And uh, if you weren't prepared beforehand, then you probably got hit pretty hard by it. But if you were prepared, if you did dig your well before you're thirsty, then you probably were able to take advantage of some different opportunities during a year that shut down a lot of people. And and so that, I think that that concept applies to multiple things. It's not just your business or whatever. It's not just foreseeing the move into technology or those types of things. I think the, I think that even with your relationships and obviously this is build your network. We talk a lot about relationships, but I think a lot of people that won this year and a lot of people that are going to continue to win are the people who focused a lot on their relationships. Cause that's one thing that an economy can't take away from you. It can't take away your relationships. It can't take away your knowledge. So if you're somebody that's always working on what you do and perfecting your craft, then the services and products that you have around that knowledge, that expertise, they're still going to be in demand regardless of what the economy is doing. And then the the relationship part, like COVID couldn't take away the people that you know. And if right. you knew the right people, then you probably got access to right information that other people weren't getting access to so that you could implement that and save your business or whatever. So for us, like we had to make a big adjustment because last year, 2019, one of our big revenue streams was masterminds and live events and stuff like that, which obviously this year we couldn't do. So it quite literally cut our revenue goals like in half overnight when we right. couldn't run any live events or do any retreats or do any travel or anything that we were planning on doing for for 2020 and so we had to really sit down and adjust our our goals for the year and that's really when we came up with the podcast profit academy which is ending up you know being one of our best um, selling products and the podcast profit accelerator that we're getting people into now and getting a lot more clarity on where we're headed by teaching people how to profit online through podcasting and so we were able to take what we had at the beginning of the year and through the relationships that I've cultivated through the masterminds that I'm in and stuff, I was able to get some good strategies to start this really just start up a course business. Essentially what we did is like before we we're just doing coaching masterminds, all high touch point, high ticket type things. And now being able to take that and scale it through like digital products and stuff, which is obviously something that can be done virtually anywhere and, and, and doesn't require a ton of your time and attention. So we were able to pivot in that sense and then right. start the software company that we started that was basically born out of boredom almost at the beginning of the year where it was just like we can't do these other things that we were planning yeah. and uh how do we continue to serve our audience on a high level this i've had this idea for a software for a couple of months may as well go ahead and get started developing that and so 2020 ultimately became instead of a year of building it came it became for us a year of foundation building because we had to reinvent the the whole business and pivot and move in a different direction but we wouldn't have been able to do those things if we hadn't been focused on relationships and knowledge leading up to up to 2020 and really the technology side of things too one of the reasons that i got into podcasting a few years ago was i knew that things were trending toward online business and I would rather be ahead of the curve than behind the curve and helping other people get on top of that. And so we saw, unfortunately saw a lot of brick and mortars and a lot of people that have been resisting online business and stuff like that go under this year and had to face reality because it's crazy when you look at it across the board because industry like the the stock indexes that we follow the most S&P, NASDAQ, those the Dow, like those those uh, stock indexes had record breaking years. Like the stock market yeah. is the stock market is still going crazy strong. The Dow when it was like over thirty thousand. Like we have not seen those types of numbers before. And in this year, like that's the, the craziest thing about it is unemployment was never higher, but also the stock market was booming. Why is that? Well a lot of the indexes follow these top tech companies and these tech companies 
it absolutely exploded. Amazon exploded. Zoom exploded. There's so many yeah. companies that uh, were poised to take advantage of this technological outburst. And a lot of these brick and mortars that were slowly dying for the past decade that were forced into bankruptcy this past year, even though it was probably like, in, in, like it was coming anyway. It's just that COVID sped it along a little bit more right. and made it to where they didn't really have any other options. And so they, they were forced to either shut everything down or sell everything off and move online or something like Ty Lopez and, and Alex Mayer business partners. They're going in and buying like well-known retail brands that just couldn't survive boot barn and some of these other uh, companies that you've seen around for a long time that used to do hundreds of millions in revenue in their retail stores across the country that are now pennies on the dollar of what they're worth. And you see these e-com experts like Ty Lopez and, and Alex Mayer come in and buy these retail places and then and then take their familiarity and their brands and put it online and sell through e-commerce. And I think it'll be interesting to see what happens with those businesses. Right. And then the same thing in real estate too. Like uh, real estate market is 20, 25% higher in one single year. Like people that buy, bought a house at the beginning of 2019 for $290,000. Now that house is worth $430,000 in a single calendar year. Like that, those kinds of things are insane. And I think that the people that were able to take advantage of 2020 and actually have a better year than they have ever had were people that were ready for anything that could potentially come and able to pivot and move in a direction with like agility and, and, and speed. Yeah. I think people in 2021 that win are going to be people that are doing the same thing. Cause we, we don't, we don't know what 2021 has to bring. You you know what I mean? Right. Nobody thought at the beginning of 2020 that it would have ended the way that it did. Um, so now it's it's 2021. It's great. 2020 is behind us. We're like moving forward, but we don't know. Like now that we're, we're going to start, we're going to start have seeing the long term effects in 2021 of what COVID did in 2020. Yeah. And I, I I don't know what's going to happen. I can't predict the future, but I have to think that these these government stimulus things that are coming out are not going to completely prevent what they're trying to prevent, which is basically a whole economic meltdown. Yeah. I just don't know that it's possible to actually prevent that from happening with more spending. I think that it's going to eventually take its course. And so you have to decide what side of the table you're going to end up on during that. And, and I think that it's the people who've been preparing for winter for the past year or two that are going to, that are going to win in that situation and, and not making dumb, brash decisions based on what other people are doing, but actually listening to the experts and and taking their advice and, and moving along. Warren Buffett always says that you should be excited when everybody else is timid and timid when everybody else is excited. And right now, a lot of people are excited because a lot of people made some great money in the stock market and in the housing market this past year and, and, and like with e-commerce and their businesses, but then they're going to get caught up in their emotions about the fact of that they just made X amount of dollars on this other property or whatever. And then they're going to go in and buy five properties with the profits instead of being a little bit more safe with that. And I think, I just think a lot of those people are going to get hit hard if they, if they don't watch out a little bit, or at least keep up a, a pulse on what's happening uh, across the economy. So I think those will be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what the, the fed already said that they're not going to raise interest rates, which will help prevent some of those big economic collapses from happening. But with student loan debt being there, with the, the crazy spike in the housing market and the stock market booming, these tech companies that are being Elon Musk's net worth like basically 10x this year. I forget what it was at the beginning of 2020, but I want to say it was literally 10 to 12 billion or something like that. And now it's over a hundred billion dollars yeah. that happened in a single year. That's insane to think he's the second richest man in the world now. Um, and at the beginning of the year, he wasn't even like top five. You know what I mean? Those types of of companies are just continuing to boom. And I think that I think the people just need to 
keep a weather eye open for 2021 and be prepared for what's going to happen and, and, and listen to what the experts and thought leaders have to say about it. This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need this platform, guys. I'm telling you, Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates so you can connect with those people even faster. And it doesn't just help you hire faster. In fact, 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And look, guys, one of the things that I wish I would have used Indeed for is this matching service. You can search and search and search and search and search all day long, but to actually be presented with quality candidates, like 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 hiring a, a recruiter for you that's presenting people that has actually done the work to vet them and uh, bring quality people in front of you, that work by itself is the fact that it's done by a software instead of like a team of high quality recruiters is is pretty insane. So they leverage over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day, which is why Indeed's matching engine is the best one that you can use. It's constantly learning from your own preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets at doing the job for you. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility over at indeed.com slash Travis. Just go to indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast. Indeed.com slash Travis. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Because I think I think that there's potential for a lot of not fun stories coming out of 2021, just like what happened in 2020. Uh, Happy you, New Year's, everybody. Because <laughs> if you remember like 2006, 2007, 2008, I was just in high school at the time, but there were it it wasn't just one bad year. You know what I mean? Like right. usually when there's a bad year, it's more like a bad era. It's a correction of the markets that, that would take place. And we haven't seen that happen with COVID. That's the thing that's scary to me, man, is it's just weird. It's this eerie yeah. feeling of everything's getting better when it should be getting worse. Like the evidence points to worse, but yeah. you look at the stock market, you look at the real estate market, like everything's getting better. So it's okay. When is it going to get worse though? Because yeah. at some point, like, the housing market is higher than it was in 2006, you know what I mean? And and during a year when we've experienced like the most economic compression that we've experienced from a family to family basis anyway. The big tech companies and stock companies like they're making crazy amounts of money. Right. Elon Musk of the world are cashing in like crazy, but regular mom and pop, they're losing. So I think it's going to almost force a departure um, of the middle class a little bit further along than it's already been happening at a steady pace. People are either becoming wealthy like millionaires or they're dropping into poverty. And I think that something like this is going to increase those rates, unfortunately, more in the poverty direction. So you mentioned like digging your well before you're thirsty. And even me, I feel like I'm, I'm like just trying to dig as fast as I can. I was telling you that I, I feel like there's a lot that caught me off guard and I'm lucky that I was in the position I was before it happened. Cause if I had been at a nine to five and it got shut down, 
life would be a different, totally right. different trajectory. So for the people who are listening, who maybe were in the fence or on, on the fence of starting to move digital and thinking about starting a podcast, thinking about taking their business online. And they were the people who in March and April were like, okay, it's going to be done in four weeks. It's going to be done in eight weeks. It's going to be done. Okay. It's been two months. It's going to be over soon yeah. that are now sitting here going, oh crap, what do I do for the people who are starting to dig now? What advice would you give them? Like how can they start preparing themselves for potentially another year that at the best or at the the best case scenario be similar or a little bit better, but at the worst could be another 2008 or whatever time period you want to point to? Yeah, I think you just got to be proactive. Uh, It's hard to give generic advice like that because everybody's situation is completely different. You could be in a nine to five and you lost that nine to five and wondering how to start a side hustle, or you could be in a nine to five that's threatening to that. Like you might be losing your job soon. What do you do then? Or you might be a business owner that already has a proven business model. So I don't know exactly what your specific situation is, but all I can say is you got to be proactive. And, and what I would say is you got, you, you have to be proactive in your learning and you have to be proactive in your relationships. The, the stuff that you're learning, try to learn more about your industry. Try to make your knowledge more specialized. Try to read some more books that make you more of a threat, that make you more uh, in demand. The more you sharpen yourself, the more valuable of a person you are, you like the less chances you have of not being useful to somebody. I don't know if that even made sense, but <laughs> Like you have to be a person of value. People of value will not go hungry during any sort of economic depression or or recession. If you have value to add, then the people that are still making money, because there are a lot of them that still make money during recession times, the people that are still making money during recession times will still hire you. They'll still do business with you. They'll still put you on contracts. They'll still do those things if you're good at what you do or you have some sort of value to bring to the table. You've Um, mentioned that before. Like you've mentioned the money doesn't go away. It's just in different hands what it is. Yeah. And I think you allude to this as well, but like one thing you've always talked about is the importance of pivoting and like what, what happened with like big companies like Boot Barn is they're so big that they can't pivot Pivot the way that an individual can like it's relatively easy and i say easy in quotes it's relatively easy for an individual solopreneur to say okay i'm going to try a different industry or switch into a different vein of the industry i'm already in yeah and i think there's a lot of people this year that that really won well by just being able to adapt a little bit to the right even if it's two or three degrees to the right those people are the people that now i'm like oh yeah. You like crushed it this year. Yeah. Yeah. And that's exactly, that's exactly right. It is what you said earlier about the money doesn't go away. Money doesn't vanish in these depression times or recession times. It just it changes hands. So you obviously just want to set your up, set yourself up in a way where you're one of the people that's getting the income and not just the outflow of, of that money. But yeah, I know, I know this is kind of like a directionless episode because we're just talking a little bit all over the place and we don't mean it to be doom and gloom either because I, I, have a great feeling about 2021. And I think that it's, yeah. it's going to be a really good year, but, but the bottom line is we don't know. So I guess my big admonition for people would just be like, be careful, stay informed, read industry experts. And I do, I don't mean stay informed from the news, by the way, turn off the news. I don't like watching the news. I think that it's toxic. I think that it puts you in a bad mood, regardless of what echo chamber you're living in. If it's the CNN echo chamber or the Fox echo chamber, I think that it's mostly bad news. If you just get everything from the news all the time, stay informed from industry experts and thought leaders in your space. If you're in business or entrepreneurship, listen to the top people out there, the top podcasters, the top authors, the top 
people that are studying these things on a macro level that listen to to more of their advice and and stay informed on how you can survive and not just survive, but thrive if something impending were to happen in terms of a, a recession or a big correction in, in, in the marketplace or something like that. And then, and then just get, continue perfecting your craft, man. I feel like that's gotta be some, one of those huge things because like I said, people who are good at what they don't go hungry. You know what I mean? If you're a Facebook ad specialist and you can bring customers to a starving business, then you're not going to go hungry because every business needs customers. And if you can focus on bringing customers to that business, you won't go hungry, even if it's in time of a recession, because somebody that has the money that's being exchanged, they're going to want to pay for the service that you have if you're good at it. So continue to perfect your craft, get better, take some courses, do some reading, whatever it is that's going to help you help you sustain that. And then keep those relationships sharp. If, if, you're, if something happens to what you're up to and you have a friend that does something similar, but is maybe more digital and you can come to them and form a partnership and go like the relationships that you have, the knowledge that you have. And to me, it comes back to both of those things. And then just being smart maybe don't take as many risks as you normally would take. That's kind of how I'm going to be playing this next year is I'm, I'm going to be a little bit more tight with my money, a little bit more fist clenched on my wallet this year, just in terms of what I'm willing to spend money on. Cause I'm usually a fairly big risk taker, but yeah, you, you just gotta, I just think you gotta be careful. And I think it's still going to be an amazing year. And we have some amazing goals that we have set aside for, for our businesses and stuff like that. And I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So uh, I don't want this to be like a doom and gloom type of an episode, but uh, just as something to say, recap of the year and admonition for 2021 and how, how to make it a good year. So hope you guys uh, got something from that. Feel free to reach out to us over on email or on Instagram or something like that. And we will chat really soon. Oh, and by the way, for those of you who are interested in learning more about podcasting, podcast training, and making money through podcasts and all that kind of stuff, if you are trying to take your business from brick and mortar to online or something like that, then feel free to text me. It'll come to my cell phone, my actual cell phone. So it's 702-357-4648. For those of you in Vegas, you'll notice that 702 area code because that's where I live. 702-357-4648. Just go ahead and text me any questions that you have about podcasting and podcasts and making money from podcasts and stuff like that. And I will try to get back to every single person that reaches out. One more time, that's 702-357-4648. Thanks so much for tuning in, guys. We'll catch you next time. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Sit.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.